And we're back. Hi, Misty. Hello, Sam. Shall we start with a primary purpose? Yes. Our primary Mary purpose is, is for Misty and Sam to grow, grow their, their friendship and maybe help, help others. others. So the topic that I have been uh, thinking and considering and feeling and experiencing um, a lot lately is um, grieving. And um, I guess the thing that I am learning is that there are a lot of um, unexpressed emotions uh, that I haven't felt. They are unexpressed and they come when they come, you know, when I can get out of my own way. Um, and that there is such thing known as the grief, a grieving process, which there are five stages of grief. I'll read them to you. The stages are denial, anger, bargaining, depression, and acceptance. And for me, the process is, it's always a process. It's not an event or a party. It's not a one-time thing. It is, it evolves and shifts. And I guess for me, it's like, as I stay sober, I just continue to be able to show up and feel and experience what comes up. Interesting. Um, because I saw the topic for this mm. and, you know, you and I just surprise each other with what it's going to be. And so what I thought, <laughs> when I saw <laughs> grieving, I just automatically assumed it's about the people we've lost in the program. Mm. Right. And so I find it interesting that it's like, no, it's about the emotions <laughs> that we mm. feel and, you know, grieving you know, old storylines that we're having to let go of. It's, it's all of the above, right? I think the thing that I'm, I, you know, there's, there's losing people. Um, there's, I mean, losing positions and jobs and, and all of, you know, all of those things, friendships that no longer, you know, when I first came around, I, w I re was removed from people, places, and things, partly by choice, partly because of ge geography, you know? And I um, had to look at myself, you know, because there wasn't a lot of uh, drama and stuff happening. Um, yeah, so, like, at the core is, I think my capacity to sit and feel is, has grown. Um, I'm not perfect nor what? do i want to be actually at this point what? which is yeah breaking news breaking news <laughs> yes totally <laughs> not charting you know where i am in my grieving process or you know i'm simply just <laughs> identifying <laughs> i'm simply just identifying oh there I go. that sounds like i'm bargaining a little bit with a little tad and dash of denial <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen the Excel sheet come across my boards. So. Oh. 
Yeah, uh, I I really like that. I mean, I just I you've heard the have you heard the thing that was going around about the Roman Empire? I don't think I have actually. Well, they this woman asked her husband on TikTok like, "How often do you think about the Roman Empire?" And her husband was like, "Probably, you know, twice a day." And she was like, what? <laughs> and then so these other people started asking their partners, like, how often do you think about the Roman Empire? And a surprising amount of men were like, yeah, once a day, once a week, you know, whatever. Mm. And then it was like, well, how is that? How, like, what are you thinking? Oh, just how they did their democracy and how, you know, blah, blah, blah. And so they were asking other people, like, what's your Roman Empire? Like, what's the thing that you think of? once a week or twice a week that's just really random and you know one woman said old friendships that went away and i was like ding 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 that is that would be my Roman empire where i'm just there and i'm brushing my teeth and it's like yeah whatever why you know um mm. and and the grieving of these things would would make that stop being a weekly or daily occurrence if I would mm. just sit and grieve the relationship. Mm. Um, I have a question. So when you came in, did you, were you in, so I'll speak for myself. So when I came in, I um, was shook because I knew myself as a certain person. And when being removed from people, places and things, I didn't know who I was or what I was. And I I'd also lost my job when I came in. So it, there was a multiple things. I was I was physically removed from where I was into a whole nother place. You know, I was no longer working, which was part of my identity. And I was no longer had the use and elixir of substances mm -hmm. and booze. And so what I was faced with, it was a very, very, it was sh a shock to my system because I was, I had to face me and my identity and what I thought it was. Right. Right. Yes, yes, yes. That to me was the saddest part about walking in the rooms. Not that I was an alcoholic, because honestly, I would belly up to the bar and be like, I'm an alcoholic, make it a double, mm -hmm. right? Like, I did not have any problem confronting that I was an alcoholic. What made me the saddest, and I distinctly remember crying with two weeks of sobriety on the side of the bed, an uncontrollable cry that I could not stop, and it was that I didn't know who I was. I didn't know what I liked to wear. I didn't know what I liked to eat. I How could I have gone 23 years in the same body and have no idea who I was? That mm. broke my heart. Mm. Did you also, did you have a friends group that you were then... <clears throat> separated from or what what did that look like yeah so i you know my people places and things were dark bars and i also worked in the restaurant industry so you know i had a whole underground dark 
It was always dark. You can barely <laughs> see. <laughs> and I had this group of friends, in quotes, mm-hmm. that, you know, I get sober. And one girl was, I said, you know, I'm going to meetings of AA. And she was like, what are you trying to say about my drinking? <laughs> and I was just like, wait, what? because i didn't understand anything and i had no idea that i was just this huge reflection for her i was like those weren't the words i used Uh, and then i really tried they were you know aa says don't don't hang around the same playpen you know people Mm -hmm. places and things and i was like screw y'all so i went to the bar that i had worked at and sat at the bar and was immediately I tried to have like a club soda and lime and hang out with my people, my friends, mm-hmm. and immediately was so bored to tears. I mean, it felt like eight hours had gone by and I looked at the clock and it had been 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, mm-hmm. how did I stay on this bar stool for 11 hours? Right. <laughs> like, this is the most boring thing. And the person talking to me, I want to punch them. It's so boring. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, that I love how everything was dark, Misty. Um, <laughs> you know, and it's interesting, like as I stay this course, like there's been other, you know, there's been gifts, you know, like I I was able to own, you know, a dog, like I had pets at one point, mm-hmm. you know, and they, they were part of the process and, you know, part of a huge move and all of these things and they've since passed on. And, you know, um, it's easy for me to find the next exciting thing, you know, and I know that around their death, there was like another move. And so I was like in this exhilarated state where I wasn't necessarily experiencing grief, you know, because it was like this move and this other thing, you know, and, and it crept up on me when it was like unexpected, you know, and I guess the thing that I'm, I'm constantly learning is this, um, this thing called discernment, which probably should be a whole mm-hmm. other episode, where as I get healthier, I realize that not every not one person can provide everything that I need. And that sometimes I'm not clear with what I actually need until I don't get what I need. And so an example for that is I was really missing one of one of my pets one day and I had texted my mother, you know, I'm really missing, you know um the dogs and her quick reply back was they lived a great life and it was in that moment i thought (laughs) yeah no that's not what i was needing actually i was needing you know and we talked about this in a the other episode of you know like the feeling like having someone sit there hold my hand as i feel Right. So much to unpack with that quick reply, which is don't feel that way. Feel this way. Mm. 100. That's what I grew up into. And I see that's what friends, quote unquote, do for one another. Don't feel that way. Feel this way. Mm. Don't think about it like that. Think this way about it. Mm. And what's happening in that is that the person on the other end doesn't want to feel bad. And they want to yeah. other person feel bad and they want to be the solution for the other person. So to control it is don't feel that feel this. 
And that does not help the grieving process. Just kind of like it says, don't hand someone a Kleenex. Yes. No Kleenex for you. Mm -mm. Grab your own motherfucking Kleenex, people. (laughs) But it goes, it all goes back to me feeling my feelings, right? When I, when my mother cannot, she is not good with emotions. You know, she's never been. That's what she grew up into. She has stuffed and evaded all of her emotions, you know, albeit by feeling, you know, she, I, she, no. The truth is, is that she has found a way that works for her and only works for her. And that is for her to be in complete isolation and depression. And that's sounds, what works. Sounds fun. <laughs> <laughs> like, sounds like, she sounds like a great time. It's a one-way healing, you know? It's a one-way healing and it's whatever, like that's her process. And I know for me, like that is not a process that would be, would be successful for me and in recovery as an alcoholic, uh, an addict that rejoices in isolation. There's a difference for me in, between solitude and isolation. Not that I, I'm, everyone's holding my hand all the time. You know, there's like a balance <laughs> that happens. <laughs> right, right, yeah. exactly. Because we know, we know, I know people that need their hand held all the time, all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, 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 yes. And neediness is unattractive, as Marianne Williamson would say. We love me, Marion. Um, okay, what else? So when you thought of when you saw grieving, you thought losing some a person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought of the ways that we have been here for so many years, and all the funerals that we have the opportunity, unfortunately, to attend in many different ways you know sometimes it's a natural passing sometimes it's they've um od you know uh sometimes it's sponsees sometimes it's friends sometimes it's a sponsor you know um and just the amount of grieving that we have the opportunity to feel when we're sober and in the rooms it comes a lot with it and you know, uh, a big celebrity just passed who was very open about being in the rooms of AA from time to time for their addiction. Call, call your sponsor. 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 New episode tomorrow. Send us an email bcysponsor at gmail.com.